You, you're in love with somebody else When you should be in love with yourself Today I'll do a couple good deeds A walk and breathe and blessing that's me my consciousness I am not this vessel We connect me with my higher self Liquor with the devil It's like music, my soul stone My God and light, my saving grace I've been smoking so long Goddamn bruh, I can't feel my face Let that guitar lick Just took a bone rip Music ain't had a nigga like me Said like 96, bitch, you welcome I fought through so much bullshit To make it here It's like this is my magic, you bitch John David, no copper feel Swerving, no Johnson From Decatur to Compton They say it love shit, it reefer We make music for the people Be it every bar lethal Hey, I'm really a symbol Bitch, I feel like an eagle Ha, even without that scope, bro I'ma still see you Tell my dog where to leave you They say nobody, no murder My nigga, fuck what you heard of If you looking for the greatest He reside in the sea Fuck your opinion Sign sincerely, my D Hi, my name is C.O.D. I'm all about my business Lord, my witness, girl, you fine Voice divine, it's a sign No, I'm not worthy of your time But if you wasted, let vacation Bad decisions, good intentions Stop pretending and just listen I'm imperfect, but I'm worth it Service is my love language I'm a loner and a lover Trying to find balance And you can't stand it Every time I build up some momentum You go dismantle it We feasting, noise, famine Bitch, can't let this shit keep Happening, walk away, just laughing in. Smoke a blunt, I'm back again. Return of the Mac, all black again. Back in for Serena, twin a Leah Ben. Rock the boat, leave it in. Fuck a good, she sleep again. Lather, rinse, repeat again. I feel like we going in circles. You won't step fine and not Urkel. You want a player who won't hurt you. Tame the beast with your virtue. Walk away in the slander, start whatever. We hear your heart, Napoleon Bonaparte. Hi, I'm from the Holy Coast. I'm peeing, I'm anointed. I've broken like ten bones. That's why my life is so disjointed. The only this we care about is being disappointed. It's funny how your loop can change it. Only take a moment. Hey, country boy from the Gulf Coast, love writing songs and his joint smoke. Pin be telling me, P, I believe you really need to be blunt mode. I write meditations for the shit I'm facing. I work it out and then I celebrate it. We take this break and then we levitate it Do you have the directions to heaven's gate? If it's locked, will you let me in? Peace and life both evolve Translation is lost Angels falling on different ears Nothing is clear when you live with these fears Wins defeat, that's human nature Lies deceit, that's human nature Rest repeat, that's human nature We need nomenclature Ay, I live in my truth so it's fuck a lie Admit I told several to get me by They always catch up, can't be honest enough Laying these bricks down to build me some trust Come to the altar and share what you've been through We don't need no tissues, just tell me your issues You pay for the tools, let them fix you If you hungry, then taste the whole menu Ay. 
Lust and love, hella strong with us. We don't belong to us. This is borrowed. This can't get us no likes and no follows. But we live in today's, not tomorrow's. I came up from the dirt. I was molded from mud. I was born in the sand. It resulted in love. We live in the frame. Talk it up to the game. Put your hand in the flame. Watch her grow from that pain. So I grant her wish and tell the truth. That puncture, cause it's poignant. Why you watch her chasing niggas? You a goddess, you a woman. We can't guarantee this feeling. Gonna still be here in the morning. So I'll leave you with this blessing. Rub that in because I'm ointment, girl. You, you're in love with somebody else. When you should be in love with yourself. Today I'll do a couple good deeds. A walking, breathing, blessing that sneeze. It's your player partner, P. Henry Trotter IV, a.k.a. Home Run Trot, a.k.a. Casino P, a.k.a. Mr. Long P, a.k.a. Mock Tube, a.k.a. Quinn with the pen and with the lens, a.k.a. Chef Boy RP, a.k.a. Frederick at Frederick underscore Thugless on your IG, a.k.a. Achoo. Sneeze, because I bless these hoes. A.K.A. Fat Hope Fred, A.K.A. your grandma's favorite house guest, because that boy got the manners. Welcome to Give Me Some Headlines, GSH, if you're looking for the abbreviation. Episode, I'm sorry, season two, episode 76 was a good year was a damn good year so my folks tell me 10 years before i got to this planet dropped on this little rock y'all call earth but we in this bitch and i'm in this hole with me co-pilot with me amigo with me brethren with me hermano cod decatur war music El Negro Mejor, a.k.a. Tabula Rousey, you feel me? And I'm very mellow on a Monday because your boy getting up there, man. Birthday! Hey, you talking about Libra season? Hey, you talking about wake me up on the Libra scale? How you doing this week? Balance me, man. Balance me, man. We doing well, bro. We doing very well. You know how we roll, and this shit here is a Spike P joint. So get yes, to the sir. point. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. PhD. Uh, yeah, man. It's been uh it's been uh it's been a human week, man. A lot a of human, human mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of human shit been going on. Um, you know, but uh we are here. We are here on a wonderful Monday night. And I Monday am night him. football. I am he. I am his. <laughs> I am Himothy. But uh, what you got for us, man? What what, what we Jim talking Hemerson, about? No Muppets, <laughs> man. On this week's fliggity 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 flight that hey you talking about? You see the bitch ain't got no motherfucking uh rap on that bitch. No free marketing around that bitch. Uh, around this time last year. 
The boys were back in town. But we were back into in town. The, yeah. We were leading into the finale to uh, season one. And we got it uh, up under our hat to do something similar to what we're doing now, except these freestyles were a little bit more freeform music and jacking for beats. Beautiful little project that turned into lyric videos that turned into a mixtape by the name of Vacation. You are you you said the B. I don't know why you didn't double in there. Get up in that thing. We almost <laughs> had that shit perfect with no rehearsal, y'all. We we getting there. Uh 10 years in, we're gonna be bad, man. We take the ride with us. Pew, 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 pew. Patreon, YouTube, uh, Google Play, Spotify. Apple Music, Air, Deezer. Air, there you go. Know. You gotta hit. You gotta hit that Deezer. Deezer. <laughs> you feel me? Give me some headlines. Spell it high sound. But uh, vacation was a beautiful project, man. And y'all just heard that thing on the motherfucking intro, man. We go stupid hard, P. And uh, you know, if we gonna bring them back to a flight deck where we do a little discussion around vacation, man. The one thing is. I'm about to do the the re-release of the videos with the remastered audio that I did this summer and get the whole project on YouTube, man. But when are we going to drop the actual fucking mixtape, bro? And what's the hardest song on that bitch, in your opinion, man? This is the Vacation Flight Deck, my guy. Ooh. Ooh. Uh... Ooh. It's between weekend... And mm. um uh imported between weekend imported and Tokyo Drill. I knew that was gonna be added, and I feel like <laughs> that's just because it's the actual hypest fucking song on there. That nigga said it. It, know, nah, it, it ain't because it's the hypest one. I guess it maybe it's the hypest one because the way we threw it back and forth, like. Those are epic songs in hip hop. Period. When yeah, like that shit two was, artists that shit go back and forth, DMC, that shit was yeah. niggas don't do that shit. Like niggas be fake doing it. Now they'll do a sixteen. The nigga do a sixteen. We was we was smacking. You couldn't tell where the next nigga was. Tokyo drifting back. We did that shit. How the song sounded purposefully. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We literally was in that bitch half dead. I'm laying on the floor half sleep, waiting to hear the part of the song that I would start back. And this nigga P be like, oh, that's you. And then he go do some shit. <laughs> and then he be like, oh, it's me. I and then we got like three minutes into that bitch. And I was like, bro, I'm just finna do some shit. And you do the rest of the shit. And he's like, nigga, I why are you so I was like me feeling like this is why I need to go ahead and just do my part and get the fuck out your way he's like oh okay yeah you do that and get the fuck out of here just show me where you at though so nigga then we went in that bitch and just like that ending part came together so motherfucking perfectly cause you had some shit in your pad that you was like very passionate about <laughs> and you was like, nah, I ain't gonna do this shit. I'm gonna do some <laughs> other shit. And you start writing some whole new shit. And then you seen what I left the blanks around. And you read that shit. You was like, nah, I'm actually ready. If uh, you don't have to go nowhere. And I got up all the flow. <laughs> and you was like filming that shit. <laughs> bro, that shit was all of the time. And that shit was just crazy, bro. 
Yeah. And like it just came together extremely well for that shit to be as hype as it is, for it to be as creative as it is, for it to be so spontaneously, meticulously laid. It was Seinfeld level dry, but like curb your enthusiasm level chaos and improv. Like that that song is really just art in and of unto itself. You feel what I'm saying? How you like I yeah. like Tokyo Drift, bro. I don't yeah. know if that's the one like I'm trying to think of I think um I'm a big fan of kamikaze. Mm. I'm a big kamikaze guy. On the run make me very happy because we got that bitch to be hype. Mm. And Kane Brown did it so mellow. I ain't know how we was gonna make it hype. That's why I blended them songs together when we did the video. But what else? Um, that that Kalani hard for me too, though. That one, bro. I enjoy that one. The thing about that one is, I feel like I couldn't look a female fan in the eye and do that one. <laughs> I feel like I get shy when I play that for women I fuck with. I can't even look at them. I be in the kitchen fate washing dishes. Uh, oh, you, oh, you want some, some, uh, what you call? It? I'm chopping shit that I'm not finna cook. I'm just food prepping. I'm like, yeah. That shit be like every time, every time, every time, every time you hit my line, I taste that wine. Maybe, maybe look at me like this. I ain't making no eye contact. I'm going to drink some wine while you listen. Wine. Yeah, every time for, you hit me, though, I'm going to hit that pussy. Honestly, for me, if I got to choose one, it's probably important. That one is really, really well done as well. And it's yeah. artsy fartsy while also being hard as fuck. It was super like, hard. Like, yeah. The original yeah. beat got crazy bass, and we did it over the acoustic version. Yeah. The niggas ain't gonna tell me we didn't go hard. Like Jesse and and Black need and to Black. hear that shit. Jesse and Black need to hear that shit. And yeah. we need to we need to link up for a 10-minute performance of that shit. You hear me, man? My dog. Yeah. You, you're in love with somebody. You should be in love with Johnson. Today I do a cold good. Y'all hear that thing coming in to tell me something good every week. You hear me? (laughs) Her walking, breathing, blessing, that's me. And then I am my consciousness. I am not my... Man, I am not my vessel. We connect me to my higher self. <laughs> that shit hard, bro. Liquor with the devil. Niggas don't know nothing about that shit. I am my consciousness. I am not this vessel. We connect me to my higher self. Liquor with the devil. Y'all don't hear me. I am my consciousness. I am not this vessel. Weed connect me with my higher self. Liquor with the devil. Man. Which one fuck with you high? Which one get you high? And which one fuck up your motor skills? Man, I be rapping, but I be talking too. I be preaching. I be lecturing. I be, I start to say tantalizing. And that's not what I wanted. But it feel right. No pun (laughs) intended. Man, women really be trying to get you to let them uh 
what you call it? I want to say frolic, but that ain't the word I'm looking for. I want to also do it, yeah, but I agree. also I don't want to do it the into word. the camera. Where the where the where the where the where the tongue go, like that. What what, what you call that? I don't know. Nah. Flick, flicker, flicker, freaking the frimlum. Now the frimlum, the little dangling bitch. Okay, but anyway, they be wanting the, they be trying to get you let them do that to the gooch, man. And I feel like it really just so they can get to your butthole. My butthole not a part of the party. I'm just sorry. Oh yeah. Hey, Stephen A. Smith, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> On a different note, P, um, <laughs> we did a little bit of uh, speaker box and the love below with a big old mashup, but we did solo shit, and it's a part of me trying to pull you into a solo project. How would you feel about your solo songs on this, bitch? Because as a nigga who's wildly humble it don't surprise me that you didn't name any of your solo tracks as a potential hypest track on there which i find to be foolishness cameras Um, is a bop yeah i like and i modded that bass like a lunatic because i couldn't find the original beat so i had to find one that sounded like dookie and make it hot no offense to the nigga who i got it because i spotted you and cited you on the thing so producer love Oh um, yeah, your version dookie compared to the original. <laughs> I fought with location. I fought with location. Not but the beat. The you fought with location? Yeah, I fought with location a long way. Uh that was probably the first one of the, like that was the first song I've I could do from memory. And like okay. I know, yeah. Uh that was the first one from that tape that I could do from memory. Um that's probably my favorite. That's of my solo joints, that's my favorite one. Uh, drip too hard was okay for for me. I uh, my I don't think I was working out a whole lot, so my breath wasn't. The delivery could have been different for me, and I, I never really found that. Like I found a spot. I feel where like, I could, my bad. Now go ahead. I feel like those lyrics over three K beat, like three kings with rose, would have went even harder. But you shifted between being super lyrical P and that song being dick too hard. Had the whole thing been dick too hard flow, that shit would have been bananas. But with how lyrical you went, I feel like a three K type beat would have been crazy for them bars. I was thinking so about that. Uh, that might have been why you had tip? such trouble going with the breath because you was delivering the fuck out that shit making sure they felt the super lyrical bars that you was writing yeah either that 16 ain't enough uh when 16 ain't (laughs) enough (laughs) yeah imagine him going i need that one but i gotta do that one for i sent the text to every are you the seed he'd be like you did what (laughs) i sent a text to all of them skeeches now time the skeechy wops Sixteen beat. That's gonna be one of the freestyles I do. Yeah, when sixteen ain't enough. <laughs> you ever hear Rick Ross tell the story of that shit? It's an, it's one he got with Ti too, and like no, nah, it's uh sorry, sorry with Ti. Ti was like, yeah, man, that nigga came in there and I told that nigga he had a verse, and that motherfucker started rapping. He did like a three minute thirty second verse, and he's like, I wasn't gonna stop him. Summer 88 or was it 89? 
Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, that nigga, that nigga special, man. That nigga special. But uh, saying, saying they see that nigga around the EAVJ playing the flute, just kicking it, bro. Just kicking it. He be kicking it, kicking it, kicking it like a knee and a foot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but I wanted to take you somewhere different, man. Did you know that Richard Pryor had a network show? Yes, sir. You did? Mm-hmm. You never told tell me. Tell me more, though. I'm going to tell you some more, bro. Check this yes, shit sir. out, man. I got a little clip. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know exactly the clip. Let's go. <laughs> man, so it's Richard Pryor. the one to introduce people. You're part of the reason why Dave Chappelle wanted a show. Right. And I, bro, this is the first time I saw this today. Uh, so Richard Pryor, uh, one of the goats, the goat, comedy goat. I, I don't think there's anybody higher on my list than Richard Pryor. I'll say he is the goat. Um, and that's even with Dave Chappelle living and breathing. Like Richard Pryor is that dude for me. And he had then, a lot of Shakespearean elements to what he did, meaning like when you see a comedy of errors where it's a mistaken identity, a lot of the folly you see can be directly drawn back to that play comedy of errors for Shakespeare. So when you see the parent trap or you see same girl with Usher and fucking he who is not to be named. These all of these different comedy of errors type of things can be drawn back to Shakespearean drama and that thin line between. But anyway, Richard Pryor has that type of comedic stance and standing in comedy. If you go deep enough back into his actual work, like knowing he's one of the goats and not even knowing he had a network show and all of the impact that it actually had and some of the most iconic skits. But yes, sir. But yeah, man. So this is a clip from uh, one of the four episodes, and uh, it was just too much for TV. Um, <laughs> this is two minutes and twenty seconds of just pure gold. So I'm uh, we gonna we gonna introduce the community who hadn't seen or didn't know this uh, to Black Bush. Essentially, um, was where it seemed like Chappelle probably got inspiration for that idea, uh, but Richard Pryor seems to have done it first. So, brother Pryor, take the flow. G.H. Roberta Davies, Jet Magazine. (laughs) Mr. President, on your list of candidates for director of the FBI, are you including the name of Huey Newton? Yes, I figure that Huey Newton is best qualified. He knows the ins and outs of the FBI. If anybody knows the FBI, and he would be an excellent director. Yo, blood. (laughs) Brother Bell from Ebony Magazine. Assalamu alaikum, brother. Assalamu alaikum. All right. (laughs) What you looking at, Snow White? Uh, Brother, about blacks and the labor force. I want to know what you're going to do about having more black brothers as quarterbacks in the National Football Hunter League. I plan not only to have lots of black quarterbacks, but we're going to have black coaches and black owners of teams. As long as it's going to be football, going to be some black in it somewhere. Right? Doing something <laughs> I'm tired of this mess that's been going down. Right. You know what I mean? 
Ever since the Rams got rid of James Harris, I've been my job in up top. You know what I'm talking about? We're going to get down on the case now. Yes, what, what is it? Mr. President. Yeah, what? <laughs> Mr. Bigby, Mississippi Herald. Sit down. <laughs> yeah, Mrs. Fenton Carlton Macker, Christian Women's News. Mr. President, since you've become president, you've been seen and photographed on the arms of black women. <laughs> Quite frankly, sir, you've been courting an awful lot of white women. Will this continue? This nigga. That dude. You surprised the shit out of me, bro. You know what clip I thought it was going to be? Which one? The one where the archaeologists take them to the tomb they discovered in Egypt. Oh, okay. Nah. You ever <laughs> okay. seen that clip? That's I, from the I, same heard show. Of it. Okay, I've okay. heard of it, but I haven't seen it before. I gotta, yeah, I gotta check that one out. But okay. uh, I wanted to show that man. But uh, to to slide in the uh, what you been watching on that TV, man? Man. I only want to talk about what I've been watching on the TV. I wish I had my records out, but they packed up right now. Come getting ready to move from the basement studio in Colorado. But uh, that nigga's crazy. I'm going to talk about a vinyl. One of my favorite vinyls isn't even music. It's a comedy album by the great Richard Pryor. And when I tell you, for every Sunday, until my record player bro, I need to get me another one. For every Sunday, for as long as I can remember, I wouldn't watch TV. Like once football season was over, I wasn't watching TV. <laughs> I wasn't listening to like podcasts or nothing. I was just spinning records. And inevitably, I'd want to take a break from music. So every single Sunday, I'd play both sides of that nigga crazy. And when I tell you, I never fucking get sick of that record. That shit funny every time you go through it. Like, small elements of it. Like, you might hear your favorite joke, and you don't laugh as hard as you normally do, and you're in a different part of the house. And, like, I'd listen to it on the record player. Then I'd hook the record player through the surround sound. So it still give you that same audio, but it's just played through the surround sound. So you get that needle that's... But, like, you might hear somebody in the crowd laughing like a fucking lunatic. And I'm like, hey, how did I not hear that nigga before? That nigga almost yeah. dead. But, like, yeah, man, that nigga's crazy. Great comedy album. And even if you're going to listen to that bitch off of Spotify, uh, go watch this shit on YouTube or something. Like, put that bitch on and don't look at it. Just listen to it and hear that album and hear comedy that was made knowing that it would be consumed in that medium. You know what I'm saying? Meaning you couldn't see me. So the physical comedy had everything you needed in the audio for you to be able to paint the picture. Like all of these different elements of what he did was special and unique to its time. And people who come up in the age of 4K video will never even have the burden of having to be that creative. 
that is this is a part of what make that man special. So for my so for my example, I'ma just champion some more shit, even though it's not TV, it's straight ass audio. That nigga's crazy. One of the greatest comedy albums, comedy hours of all time. That's what I'ma highlight right now. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um I haven't um I want to get into more because I got a lot of vinyls and I've been like investing in like sure, you're lady. right. Yeah. And like me and the lady, we go to uh a lot of ours come from Goodwill and we'll just search through like and see what 75 um, cent a record. Bro, be like 75 cent a record, bro. I, I picked up like a few that was less than that. There's like a quarter for each one of them. And it was some fire joints. I've been I've been really on this, uh I've been on a huge like mariachi band kick oh you in the perfect spot to get them type yeah, shit yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and so um, that's my and, shit and it'd be like man, they hit them all uh, like them horns man and, like the violins and like the it's a lot of accordion and like man and, like, <laughs> uh, but, uh, it's been slapping man this this one young lady i forget her name but like she like a she's an abuela an abuelita and she her voice is like super how you know powerful. how you know how much life then came out of that woman vagina? How you know she got your grandchildren? Well, her songs about them. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> <laughs> you just assuming ain't no cap in her rap. It's cool. It's cool if you know her like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but her voice is so powerful, man, and to hear it in that beat is dope. My uh, bad. But uh, yeah, your boy been watching that House of Dragons also, man. And that, that house. Well, you've been on that for about three. Give me some TVs, goddamn. You know, had, anybody man. other than HBO give you some motherfucking TV? That's what I want to know. Okay. Anybody oh, other when, than the season finale uh come next week, man. So this is the penultimate. Um shout out to the home at AM to PM because shout out way working, my brother old lady. Through me, through your boy some amazing cigars for my birthday. The first one, bro. It looked like it was by a different company, but pure Nicaragua. Liga. Liga? Liga. Look, man, the other one I had, probably the best taste of cigar I ever had in my life. Like, And I, I only kept the top of it, and it's making me mad. Cause the top of it looked like the top of this. So it made me think I kept the brand and not the actual type of cigar. So I kept the wrong <laughs> strip. But I'm going to find that again because it was delicious. Like When I tell you, I, I had a little bit of it with some wine. I had a little bit of it with some beer. I said, this cigar delicious. Like, this shit was fire, bro. Yeah, Shout cigar out wine. My Shout shit. out to the homie uh, getting me the cigar for my birthday. And yeah, we gang gang. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I did watch a little bit of soccer. I watched um, Liverpool versus uh, Man City this past weekend. Shout out to Liverpool for uh, giving Man City their first loss of the season and uh, keeping that ball early. Erling Haaland. I'm just finna that. My partner, old lady, slag manager, slag gangster, slash uh, fucking, what they call him? Liquor magnate. That's what you call a motherfucker who be uh, starting liquor companies? Magnates? Sound like, sound good to me. You seen um, The Kingsman? Uh Uh-uh. You told me about it. I haven't seen it, though. That shit good as fuck, man. Samuel Jackson in it. I ain't gonna tell you about it, but Channing Tatum in the sequel, and I think that nigga a liquor magnate. Okay. 
Once you reach conglomerate status, if you one of the descendants, you a magnate. I don't know. Talk your shit though. My bad though. No, man, House of Drag is good though, bro. Speaking like, shit into existence, you know what I'm saying? Wild. Th- that shit wild. It's a dude who get off. Uh, it, it was. I, I, I guess we found the first dude, the dude with the first foot fetish. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. It's wild, and I, I leave in it history. I, I, I would assume so. I mean, it's it's a fictional character, but yeah, it's it's. It's it's some wild scenes in that joint, man. And my man's got a foot fetish. He he do very diabolical shit, and he get off by having the queen take off her knickers and just put her feet up on the couch. And he do he he yeah, beating the dick foot. <laughs> I'll never be my dick nigga, cause I give you pleasure. Fucking right. <laughs> Shout out to so he make her take the hoo ha Caruccio out, just to look at the feet though. Yeah, make her take a little socks off and shit, just to put her feet up on the couch. And he, yeah, he give he he do diabolical shit and give her information for her to pop her feet up on the couch so he can be the dick. That's a, he that's make a, her put it together and make it look like the VJJ, so he looking through mm-hmm. a VJJ out of a JJ. No, bro. He I ain't she a feet guy, like two, but like that like like dog paws. <laughs> dog pawed it? Like, like, like she did dog pawed up on the couch. This oh, that's weird, weird. <laughs> did you picture what I was saying, though? That actually seemed pretty interesting. That's flower life type of stuff, like Russian nesting doll. Nah, it ain't nothing like that. <laughs> it ain't nothing like that, cuz. Cuz is out here looking at two unkept Cause that's before, yeah. You know, ain't no manicures back or pedicure, excuse me, pedicures back then, bro. All right, then this may be a time where, when a big feet weren't disgusting, it was maybe more acceptable to like that her feet ain't disgusting. Yeah, it was. I don't know. It ain't my cup of tea. Shout out to the feet guys out there. I don't know if y'all listen. To I don't the know. Show, maybe if we ever get Rex Ryan, we can go in depth. You feel what I'm saying? A race around the foot. Oh, he is a foot guy. I remember mm. that. Yeah, that's mm. right. <laughs> is I do he? Remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah. know a nigga more synonymous with feet than him. Yeah, I remember that. He used to go in. He used to talk about it all on on national television about his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, he did help. Oh. <laughs> uh, but uh, speaking of Rex Ryan and um, the Jets and other football players, our team taking the air this week, bro. Big time. Oh. The, the GSH Cowboys taking a big time whooping. Um, our best player hurt. He out for the next at least six weeks. Who? Uh. Hollywood Brown. Oh, yeah. He our best player? You drafted terrible. Hollywood. <laughs> bro, Hollywood averaging 21.7 uh, points a game. How many people in your league? 12. Is he a top 12 fantasy performer? He is. He top 15. Okay, I shut up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I think he fall right outside the top twelve. We got like we got three players that fall between. You got to talk more shit than that, GM. We having a football meeting. Talk like we in the goddamn. I feel uh, bad. Can owners we box. We getting swacked this week. <laughs> I've been Who doing some swag. I ain't sweat. We getting sweat. <laughs> we getting sweat. Um. Well, yeah, we did some willing dealing, man. I had to sit Russ ass down. I don't know how you doing tonight. I don't know if you're looking at the game or not, but uh, I had to sit his ass down. Let's bro. say it's on, I, but I ain't watching. Okay, I, I picked up Gino. Gino, this number six quarterback, rank uh, or scoring quarterback. So we got Gino in the waivers. Um, you double have- dipping dog, dare you motherfucker? You ain't <laughs> shit. This bitch, this nigga of all of the people to go get. He would have got Gino. What a traitor. You was believing in rest like shit. Let's talk about some great stuff you said. Who did you say for D-Roy? Uh, D-Roy, I said um, the kid from Jacksonville, Trayvon Walker. You didn't say sauce? I didn't say sauce. I thought you said sauce. I don't think I said so. You just I, I mentioned the Jets. Said, That's the yeah. only reason I gave that little lead in. My bad. Talk your shit, though. Yeah, man. Uh, but Saul's balling, man. That bitch balling. He balling. Like, I watch, like, I've been he watching, like, cheese head on, but that nigga. That, that, that was his, bro. That, that's that's how you do it, young fella. Like, that's part of his. He went in the Lambo. Is the passes that are actually defended. Like he that bitch caught he it. Down. But he ain't caught it no more once I get the hip punk ad. Like that's some bully DB shit. You don't see when you catch the ball, when you catch when a when a, a receiver has caught the ball, you take your hand, you get it on the ball, and you rake it out, and you take that away from him. Nothing as a rookie as a receiver. He little brother and grown ass man, like nigga, man. he ain't caught shit, <laughs> punk ass nigga. Shut up, nigga. Go, go back to the huddle, yeah. nigga. The go feet back nice. Down. For him to be so tall and to be able to move as quick as, like, to get downhill the way he do and, like, to drive on double moves. Oh, man. And, like, to be looking at, like, his body People positioning. People coming out of their oh, cuts don't get man. separation. That's what's crazy. The mental acuity, like, people don't, that's what people be saying when they be talking about there's genius and physical activity. To understand when a person can be backpedaling, running full speed, get out of a break, shift his hips and be sprinting to the left and see a person pit a pat of his feet and know that all of his momentum is about to shift in. This motherfucker hit it a split second first and has absolutely no separation because this nigga sauce is able to change his body and the torque is the exact same amount of pressure. I am faster than this nigga, but I am able to tune this to be the exact speed he is until I need to break on that ball. Because I I want this nigga to think it's okay to throw it. (laughs) Bruh. Yeah. How do you develop the ability to to know how far away is far away enough for him to think this nigga open? Right. That's genius, bruh. It is like that's way, crazy to watch that, to watch that, that is not common to other men. That's the that's what I define as genius. And that is not mental acuity. That is in common to every man, bro. No, nah, he's doing that shit in the, the field, fifty two yards like, wide, and he covering a nigga he coast to coast, the coast to coast. And he with Aaron Rodgers being the nigga, so understand right. that the window is is good in mob is. 
Who's that peeking them? It's small. The, it's the, the window is a nigga peek through it, and Aaron Rodgers putting a football in his face. You feel what I'm saying? And Sauce gave him nothing to throw that little last leather circle through. You feel? Yeah. Sauce. Shout out to Sauce, man. I, I didn't. I didn't pick Sauce, but I because they they really good at all three levels. Like they got dogs. Quentin Williams up front is the dog on the front on the front. That's how front you side. Be yeah, yeah. Uh, in the middle, they got AD another Williams. I forget his. I forget his first name. It ain't Quinn, and I forget the other Williams' name at the linebacker level. But he was sticking Aaron Jones and damn AJ Dillon ass, bro. He wasn't playing like he the way he was scraping and then accelerating. Like once he got that daylight to get to the back and like taking that, taking the right angles and putting getting his head across and driving his feet. Oh man, it was beautiful to watch. Like I watched. The Jets played ball and they was balling. And then the white sauce on the back end. Oh man, they got something special. Like they quarterback, like uh Zach Wilson walking around the damn field, bro. Like he will, like he will ball that. That motherfucker threw for 110 yards. Now, granted, all they needed you to do is not turn the ball over because they scored seven points for you. They blocked two kicks. They bought the punt, returned it for a touchdown, and they blocked the field goal and almost scooped the score. That bitch. That like the Jets defense and special teams won that game. They offense just had not to turn, just don't turn it over. Cause they got two running backs that's cold, bro. Um, yeah, like once they I As hate you say that it sounds like they the Rex Ryan Jets again. And yeah, I they, feel like it's they, because uh, of their drafting and not because of yeah. the coaches. So I say that to say this, as a GM nice. who understand this shit is entertainment, don't it make you mad when they fire good characters because of their record? Do you know how fucking entertaining it was to have Rex Ryan in the same conference as Bill Belichick? The contrast, the proximity. Oh, 100%. It was great. They had it to play great. each other twice a motherfucking year and meet at the field before and after the game. And every now and again, Belichick had to look him in the eyes and 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 question whether or not he was truly just the better man. <laughs> he was whooping Belichick ass like, how dare you take away Rex Ryan and make him a fucking TV commentator? I don't give a fuck how much you like feet. Like, <laughs> I like being able to watch the same character for 20 seasons. Shots out to Kobe. Shots out to Brian. Shots out to Tim Dunkelidge. Tim Dunkelidge, because he the he the Peter Dinklage of big niggas. Like, he the quietest big nigga, smallest big nigga I've ever experienced as a personality. But you get what I'm saying. Bro, it's funny like that. I hadn't really thought about this in depth. But you just said I like being able to watch the same character for 20 seasons. And I like, and you think about, yes, sports is entertainment. And so to be able to watch somebody do something for that many seasons, like that, say that's The Simpsons. Like, you, that's an institution. Bron is an institution. Cole was an institution. Mike Tomlin? Institution. I don't want to see nobody else coach the coach Steelers, Steelers until he's yeah. not coaching until, no more. I don't want to see that nigga coaches. coaching the Carolina Panthers with sky blue and fucking a row on the... No. Yeah, I, I that see, bitch yeah. need to represent a good fucking... He need a steal. Yeah. 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 Like, let him go coach a team that's a high-flying offense and don't got a T.J. Watt. I don't want to watch that. His receiver got to be a Heinz Ward. He got to be a fucking... Yeah. 
uh, uh, a juju, juju who go get juju revenge special. for AB who taking out linebackers. We need that type of nigga coaching the Steelers. You feel it's what a, I'm yeah. saying? It's the type of person that play like uh, Minka Fitzpatrick is the new is the new coming of uh, Troy Palomalu. Like you gotta straight you, up, you, you yeah. You, they all had you to doing get him to fuck up out of Miami. And when Mike Tomlin interviewed for the Miami job, they said he was too hip hop for it. <laughs> yeah, you got Devin Bush now, who is the new uh, James Harrison. <laughs> Yeah, you just replacing the characters that we did because they no longer playing football anymore. That's some whole shit, too. And also, Von Miller's still real good at football. Real good. Headline. <laughs> that boy good. <laughs> Von Miller is still very good at playing football. At 33. You know that. All it took was a year of them not being able to triple team that nigga to get his growing healthy. And now he dipping and turning the corner like a fucking madman. Like a madman, bro. He had two sacks against the Chiefs. And this the thing that's crazy about this nigga. I really think he could do them sacks in the first quarter, but he realized if I let this nigga stop me all game on third and long with the game on the line, they not sliding protection. <laughs> I think he that intelligent, bro. Like a quarterback waiting to pull a, pl- a rabbit out of his hat for the two minutes. I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna push the pocket a little bit. And maintain, yeah, maintain. I'm gonna set head. him up. I'm a bull rush him. I'm a bull rush him. I'm a bull rush him. So if I want to spin, you got me. I got Ooh, that. You got me. Ooh, yeah, you got me. ah, you got me. Ah, Give him a few pats day. on the helmet, <laughs> elder statesman, a young nigga. Yeah. <laughs> I do think yeah, come out there on the 30 long and be like, fuck it, man. Switch with me. Switch with me. He's been getting me all night. Just, just beef your <laughs> head up. Because the final play where he dropped, it looks so F, bro. He did this nigga like this. <laughs> fuck out of here. Uh, he ran the path he was going to run and hit that nigga with a smooth yeah. You feel me? I was like, how dare that nigga try to put his hands on Von Miller when he turned in the corner? What did he think was going to happen? But I was like, yeah! And that nigga about good at shit, football, bro. bro. And your, your pick, uh, your, your Stefan uh, got these holes I got on my Bitches. He don't fuck with hoes. That nigga family man. I got all these bitches on my digs. He not fucking with these hoes. He just got them on his digs. Cause they digging what he put now. You feel me? He balling. He balling. <laughs> I'm so happy I went with him because I started to try to choose somebody new because I had a lot of belief in him last year and went with a different. But yeah, man. Shouts out to dude, man. He, he he making me proud. Yeah. I don't even know who I picked. I've been watching Stefan Diggs do his thing. I just I <laughs> I, I just gave up. <laughs> I believe uh, it with that boy for Cincinnati. He ain't been no slouch. Oh yeah, he balled the same last weekend. Yeah, he would throw like his braids is the is the it's so much. <laughs> I can't wait. To, you know, men is leaders in a lot of ways, but women don't be fucking with us like they used to fuck with us. But if the community go as hard as the men are with their own natural hair, and this is my thing, bro. I'm going to just say this, and it's going to sound like some wild shit, bro. <laughs> we coming out of y'all. I know y'all have prettier than ours. What the fuck? Like, how is they convincing y'all to do all this shit to y'all have 
when that's what Jalen Ramsey had looked like after a football game, and he had a helmet on all game. This shit crazy to me. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. Black folk hair pretty as a motherfucker. Yeah, the niggas done figured it out. I just I just pray the whole community go along with the wave. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, said all that to say that nigga got the hoodest niggerishest braids of a league full of niggas with niggerish hair. Cause I love <laughs> all the niggerish hair throughout the league right now. Obviously, like I love the natural niggerish whatever you want to say king shit. I love the niggerish hair throughout the league. That nigga with with the friendliest, I be playing modern warfare, modern warfare, warfare, call of duty is face. That nigga got some of the hoodest. I fight you over their dice game is goddamn brazen. Yeah, them shit just straight. <laughs> bro, they come right by the nigga eyebrow right by while they trying to cover up a teardrop tattoo he don't want to lead to nobody or something like I question this nigga like this nigga okay duck I ain't go I ain't, I ain't worried about you I ain't gonna ask about your business my bad dog like that's that what it braids and you hear everybody on his digs but they had a lot of things to say about that man when he sat out that year at, at LSU when he's like nah I'm just that good cause Justin Jefferson like them niggas was at the same they was at the same time that year that they went to the ship, like he set out. He did? No, no, I'm sorry. It was the year after that. I think it was the year after that ship he set out. He was a sophomore, I think, or some shit. Like one of them years he set out. Yeah, he came and, out the year after uh, Joe B's. Yeah. So I think it was the right, COVID right. year. Yeah, yeah. But he set out like a whole year and was like, yeah, I'm just going to go to the draft. I respect <laughs> it. I did, bro. That shit. It's a year he saved on his body, like having not to go against all the best defense, all the players that's gonna get drafted to play defense in the league. Square business. I might go back and get the clip since I'm a half ad the rest of this. <laughs> but uh shots out the uh P. That was one of your exactos. I think you had him number seven overall to the Bengals in our draft prediction show when he was coming out. He was like, I think they're gonna go get him to go pair with his quarterback. And I was like, that might need to be the new wave. Then they go get Devontae for uh uh Jalen Hurts, yeah. Jalen Hurts. Then they go yeah. get Waddle for two. Then they like it's starting to copycat league. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be some sexy yeah. shit going on. And they can start to go get the receiver for the quarterback. Yeah, there's gonna be some cool shit going on in the league. Because, like I said before, I'm gonna get to watch a nigga for 10 seasons and see what this duo really can do. Yeah. What about the Chiefs, man? You think they miss uh you think they missing that uh that, that guy that's down there in Miami now? The, the the funniest part of this shit is niggas always go, it don't look like they missing Tyree Hill when they winning. And I'm like, <laughs> you know it ain't gonna look like they missing them till they lose, right? <laughs> them niggas was going 13 and 3 with Alex Smith. You're not gonna know whether or not they miss Tyree Hill until they got a perfect defensive scheme to stop what they doing. And one of them new niggas just bust that shit wide open or not. Because Tyreek Hill was a scheme beater. It's obvious Andy Reid's still a great coach. And he's been scheming up great things. And Patrick Mahomes is a great quarterback. And he's been making a lot of something out of a few nothing plays. That ain't sustainable. But Tyreek Hill being a scheme beater? is sustainable that paired with him that paired with Patrick Mahomes being a busted play fixer 
with Kelsey as a safety blanket was always the unstoppable formula. So I think anybody who understands the nature of a chemical equation understand, hell yeah, they missed Tyreek Hill. They ain't had to drop an atom bomb yet, though. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. They've been fucking people up, but all they got is pistols and rifles. They ain't flew an F-150. F-150, that shit a truck. They ain't flew no fighter jets over no shit and dropped no payloads. You feel what I'm saying? We'll right. see if they can drop a payload in December when 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 the bills come to time. Or they got wait, they got to go to the bills. Um, we'll see about the second we, matchup yeah, with we, the bills. Well, that's gonna come in the playoffs. Oh shit, because they're not in the same shit. Okay, you yeah, got me. Yeah, yeah, fuck you. But if they see the bills again, we'll see. Yeah. Um. Very briefly. My Eagles got your Cowboys last night. Oh man! <laughs> shouts out to shouts out to my Eagles, man, because you picked them, so that's why they're your Eagles. And I don't even really know what to say. But, <laughs> <sighs> yeah, they got them. They got them. Shouts out to Darius Slay. That boy been playing good football. Man, he is playing great football. He was playing the way we thought that other nigga that left the Jets was going to play when he left, when he went to the Seahawks. But that nigga sucked. We ain't heard nothing about Jamal Adams in two years. <laughs> and he got paid and fell off the map. Thank my God. Cousin, my cousin, my cousin be on his ass on <laughs> My cousin be on his neck. Like, what is, like, they he be on his neck. And they may tell you, man, that, like, the Jets may have had, like, a defensive scheme that made him successful. Shit, uh, the Seahawks he, he is not, doing better, but is we've been hearing about Gino. We ain't heard shit by <laughs> J.A. He's been a nah, jackass. Nah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, Real Namdi Asamoah, since we talking Eagles, because that nigga played us. Namdi. Carrie Washington, that pussy had to be too good. Because that nigga knees and defensive coverage got super wobbly. That nigga was useless when he came from the Raiders. <laughs> That nigga was nommed the Asimwah for three years till they got out of that guaranteed portion of that contract. They couldn't even trade that shit. They just had to take that L and then that nigga retired on our ass. We had to pay that pension, boy. Well, I ain't an Eagles fan no more, so I let it go, but I'm happy for him with the other wins, but fucking the Eagles as one of his wins in life, I wasn't, I wasn't happy about that one. But the yeah. rest of them, the whole Kerry Washington win and the family and all that cool dope shit. <laughs> job, uh, spending a life, uh, building a career and wealth, playing uh, a game you dedicated a decade, at least a decade to art. But like, yeah, that Eagles portion of your wins, I wasn't happy about my dog. <laughs> I wish you'd have got that bag from absolutely any other fucking team. <laughs> yeah. Quick, uh, Cowboys preferably. I wish you'd have got that bag from the Cowboys. <laughs> uh, quickly, your Cowboys, right? That loss make it easy to insert that next week. That's what everybody's <laughs> saying, but uh, all I say is throwing Cooper Rush to the wolves really made sure that you didn't have quarterback controversy, didn't it? Because who the fuck was the Eagles not going to do that to? Dak, that's what we believe. Dak just don't throw no picks. We'll fucking see. Because they got to see them bitches again. Yeah. You saved the conversation for a little while. Yeah. 
But yeah, I doubt Dak would be on ball. a four-game winning streak when he played them niggas. That's what I'm going to say, and I'm going to leave it at that. Mm, we'll see. This conversation taint over. Taint that something. <laughs> it, it, it's definitely not. Can I do you a favor? Yes, sir. Could you iri, iri, give me some headlines? You see? I will do that. Just that. Yes, sir. Uh, so, what I got for you this week, bro, is four headlines that I have, like you did last week, come up on my own. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Let, we, we, we about to compete with these. I don't see where <laughs> creativity at. Yeah. Uh, so, we're going to see how I did, bro. We're going to see how I did. Let me... Uh, I'm sorry. I got, I got three of them things. It's three of them. So, the first one is... Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. Mm-hmm. The second one is you got my attention. <laughs> the second one is sixty minutes is prime time. Yeah. Yeah. And the third one is, I mean, this is going to be very obvious. Lebronosaurus flex. Oh. Damn. Burn, 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 burn. New, new, new element to give me some headlines. Okay. <laughs> Throw a wrinkle in the show. Whether we whether we pick it or not, can we guess what the fuck the headline is about? Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Give me them again. Uh, use it in a sentence. Give, give me the give me that first headline again. What's that first one? Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. Have no fucking idea. Give me the next one. <laughs> uh, the next one is sixty minutes is prime time. Ooh, they gotta have something to do with Dion. And what's that <laughs> last one? Lebronosaurus flex. Oh my god, I want to pick the. I, I uh, <laughs> now, now the Lebronosaurus flex gonna be funny as fuck. That first one, it's it's a complete mystery, and I'm embracing the unknown in life. Give me door number one. That shit sound too tantalizing. It's Tank Talk <laughs> Tuesday on a Randy. Tank right. Talk. Tank <clears throat> Talk. You want uh, me to give you? You want me to give you a one sentence synopsis of the other of the other two, and then give you the third one. The store. If we gonna do that, you have to stick with the one you chose, even if you find out what the other ones is and which you chose. Oh, that's perfectly fine. And this, and you can't get two of them like we used to do. Way like, yeah. be a little bit of this one. All right, so yeah, you can tell me what the other one is or one synopsis. So yeah, so sixty minutes is prime time. Uh, Dion went on sixty minutes, and then he talked about um, he talked about HBCUs and Jackson State and HBCUs and what his coming to an HBCU. Like they interviewed a bunch of people and asked them like what it's meant for HBCUs that Dion has made the jump um has made that jump to hbcu football um the lebronosaurus flex is lebron was the first athlete to sign the beats 
his son is the first high school, the first high school student to get an NIL from B, NIL from Beats. They got a commercial together. <laughs> That's what's up. Can I speak on Prime quickly? Yeah, go ahead. I'm pretty sure in that interview he was asked if a if a power five asked him name the amount of money will make it work, would he listen? I think he said, Of course. I feel like I'd be foolish not to. I'ma say in advance for people who will try to turn that into him doing something negative, what the greatest cornerback of all time would have just done is convince other prominent NFL athletes that a HBCU job is the way to a Power 5 head coaching job. And the notion that thousands of ex-NFL players are going to go coach at HBCUs to try and do what Prime did because money is not a fucking issue, bring me joy. To think of a whole Tennessee Titans team that was your favorite. Yeah. Imagine Lindale White and Reggie Bush go coach a team together because they feel like it. And they're going to pay them niggas to live in Southern California. So they're just going to try it at some HBCU in California. That should be dope. You feel yeah. me, cuz? Yeah. Yeah. He'd be like, bro, let's do it like we did college. Let's sign a three year contract, see if we can't go get, get us a one double A natty. And go get us a, a power five job in the meantime. Ocho Cinco, didn't he go to like a Fort Valley State or some shit like that? He um he went to o- OSU. Hushman Zada went oh, okay. HBCU and met up with him at OSU, I think. And they got drafted okay. in the same I got you. Year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Same okay. year to the same team. Real weird shit. Them niggas got to play together for a long ass time. Okay. <laughs> they dope though. But yeah, I'm sorry. Longer than I wanted to go. The first story, the one that I have no idea on, how are you diving into that one? Because this shit, give it to the audience and me again, because it's beautiful. Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. This shit's <laughs> such a good one, man. Like, you got to choose that. Bruh. For the first time in the NBA, I know. I don't know if this is any league, <laughs> but in professional sports, the Clippers have their own motherfucking um, app where you can watch Clippers games, all Clippers games. For $200 for the season, you can watch 70-plus Clippers games and get access to all type of Clippers shit. No subs- no, uh, no cable required. Um, you can do it on your phone, any, uh, tablet, any type of device. Um, but they they the first motherfucking team to do that shit, bro. So yeah, the Clippers uh um it's called Clipper Vision. And that's why I said ain't nobody coming to see you. Oh, this is like the Clippers, like y'all, y'all the second in the fuck. I'ma tell any Clipper fan listening to this right now, you buy give me some headlines a subscription, and I will watch every single fucking game and comment on it for you. It may not be what you want to hear, <laughs> but you buy that stupid ass clip of vision for give me some headlines here. You can send us your password. <laughs> I watch that dumb ass shit and you'll have at least one person who going to cover the fuck out of them silly bitches because I think they're going to be yeah. a shite show. Yeah. 
Oh, uh, so what is? Clipper oh, but they got John Wall though, so I might have to root for these bitches. Yeah. I don't know. Oh yeah, I'm a big John Wall fan. So Clipper Vision is the easiest way to watch Clippers games big at John home Wall. on the go. Uh, for the first time, LA-based Clippers fans can watch live games without an expensive cable or satellite subscription, right from their smartphone, smart TV, or computer. Clipper Vision available in 4K. But you'll swear it was 1080p HD. Because <laughs> that shit gonna be ain't quite right. Fuck y'all niggas. Getting y'all on building for y'all be trying to get y'all on app. Fuck ass boy. That's why they, that why they can afford to produce that app. Because <laughs> they, <laughs> they ain't got to get pay in rent. Own oh, <laughs> check them out with they punk ass. They own a rich ahead. He got a scheme. I know what he doing. Bomber, yeah. Um... And it's that shit finna be bought by people overseas. And you know who is more by. NBA fans than there are Americans in China. There's like 460 or 480 million NBA fans in China. They love the NBA in China. They love the NBA in China. If bro. you can get a tenth of that market share by marketing hard and going hard and making this available and you don't have to have any cable or anything else, but you can watch them play the Lakers because they're in the same division. You get to see them play all of these other the the Warriors, all these other peoples that's in their conference. Like it's niggas that's gonna spend that two hundred dollars and and they get a tenth of that market share. If forty four million people spend that two hundred dollars, you know how much fucking money that is. Yeah, like, at least like eighty it's million. Brick. Hold up, what's that man? It's a lot of bread. I don't know. Now forty times two hundred. That ain't a billion, is it though? Forty times two. It'd be like eight hundred million or something like that. Hold up, forty times four times two hundred would be eight hundred. That's eight billion dollars. What's the number? Forty. <laughs> so ten percent of four hundred and eighty would be forty-eight million. Forty-eight million. Okay. Times two hundred dollars. You add two zeros to three hundred million. You only gotta, gotta you only gotta add one zero, oh, but it's forty eight million. Yeah, so bro, that's a lot of zero. bread. <laughs> Nine point six billion. God damn, bro! And that's if you get ten percent of the Chinese market share to buy this Clipper thing, and it's the only product of its kind. Yeah, you said four is four. And it's access to a team that has a player that you never get to fuck have access to. Kawhi? Like, come on, hold on bro. Hold on, just a second. Let me see. Four, eight. I got to make sure there's zero. No, nah, that's right. That's right. Because think about it like this. It's 200. So you move in the decimal place twice. So from 48 okay. million, it'll go from 48 to 480 to 4.8 billion. And then you multiply it times two. So like 9.7 yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, that shit, right? That nigga stand to make billions off of this shit. Because if he get half of the market share, then it's 4.8 billion. I mean, if he get 5% of the Chinese market share. If he don't get no Americans about yeah, this shit. 9.6 billion? No. And get yep. 5% of the <laughs> NBA fans. And understand that America not distributed that evenly. It's 30 teams. 30 into 100 is about 3% a piece. I promise you, the Clippers, because they have Paul George and Kawhi and John Wall, 
have more than their fair share of the 30-team distribution. The Lakers have more than 3% of the NBA fans. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So to think he may get 5 to 10% of the Chinese market share with the superstars he's put together on his roster is not crazy. Yeah, not five to ten percent of the Chinese market share being interested in this Clipper package <coughs> is very fucking real. He is about to make the money he spent on the Clippers back this fucking year, bro. That is a businessman, bro. He spent like four billion. If five percent of the Chinese fans, not worldwide, if five percent of the Chinese fans are interested in this product and buy it, he makes his money back from buying the Clippers, and he bought them cash, no credit, and he make it all the fuck back, liquid fiat. Crazy, crazy. Do this shit how you would do it with the resources that are at hand, bro. That's what we know. And you know who they have power by. I'm glad I chose that. Who is power by? AWS. (laughs) 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 Vertical integration. Power by Amazon. And his good friend over there, Mars Zuckerberg. I mean, not Mars Zuckerberg. Lord have mercy. Uh, What's that boy's name? Jefe Bezos. 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 Start calling them uh, Jeffy Kisses. That's what I be calling that nigga. <laughs> Jeffy Kisses. He Hispanic. Can I do your faith? I didn't know he was Hispanic. Yeah, man, the motherfucker. It's because no. he bald headed. If he had hair, it'd be yeah. easy to tell. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> We're not going to point out that Elon Musk before the plastic surgery and money look exactly like Mr. Burns and Jeff Bezos without the gym look exactly like Lex Luthor. These super villains may be comic book niggas trying to warn us. Uh, could you give me some uh, some headlines? Or tell me something good? Yeah, y'all. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could you tell me something good? I can, man. Um, I know this show don't air until Wednesday, but today is a holiday, brother. Happy ten seventeen, Brick Squad. Oh, shout out to the homie Gucci, man, and oh. uh, and <laughs> Flocka. Take my shirt off and all the whole thing. Take my hold out and all the whole thing. Take hard off and all the whole thing. You gotta, you gotta let your tongue fill your mouth up when you rap like early Gucci, like Thamily and Pamela fucking on the camera. And shout out to my manager, got Calendon, got Canadon, Calendon. Like Jai Ruta damage you, damage you, and the yeah, two girls on the bike, one on the back, one on the handlebar. Ferrari F one thirty, so I call that bit tarantula, and all that kind of shit. Shouts out to that Gucci. My bad. Nah, bro. <laughs> I was about to give you the floor, man, and this tell me something good. Um, being from the East Side, like that East Side nigga. Shout out Boulder Crash. Shout out three hundred thirty. Decatur, Georgia. Being from Zone 6. Y'all Zone 6 too, right? Fuck you mean 2? Y'all, y'all are also Zone I ain't 6. Ain't no 2. 
Ain't no two. It's just we all zone six. It's quite bad, isn't it? You see, they're very serious about them zones over there. <laughs> what you fuck you mean, two? Ain't no That's two. Ain't no two in this zone. It's a six. <laughs> Shout out zone six. Shout out Decatur. Shout out Boulder Crest. Shout out the east side. Um, I know it's a lot of cats that's in the music game from that side. I'll name a couple of them. Who claim? Black. Black uh, um, Bob. Bob from the east side. Uh, Andre 3K. Lloyd, yeah. Andre. Um, Earth Game. Oh, I thought Big Boy uh, Auntie mom, I ain't know that. Mama. I mean, his, his daddy had a sister. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's how he got an auntie. It wasn't, it yeah. wasn't his mama. You feel me? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So shout out to all the East Siders, man. So did you have? Did you have a uh, a East Side Gucci Mane ten seventeen store? How did they come into your consciousness? I know they came into yours well before they came into mine. And they came into Maybe mine in two thousand. Maybe not, bro. If I could be truly honest, what's wild is that even though. He not from the east side. Jesus street team was way fucking stronger than Gucci's. I met Gucci through So Icy. And I was okay. like, is this the nigga from Black Tea? Because they had remixed White Tea with some gangster shit. So I had heard Gucci before because he was working like a motherfucker. But like, star, like, God damn, who the fuck is this nigga? I'm going to listen to everything he do. <laughs> So Icy was the song for me because I was following everything Jeezy did because I couldn't go to something without a nigga putting a mixtape in my hand that had some new young Jeezy shit on it. And then it became a situation where the shit the nigga were handing me, same street team, same niggas I was used to always seeing politicking and moving through the city. But now this shit these niggas handing me is a complete fucking Jeezy project. Trap or die. You feel what I'm saying? Like, Shit, niggas got off the internet off of that piff and shit. Niggas was out here moving these physical copies and shit and taking just donations and shit. So I'm giving nigga $10 for the tape and shit. But like, so, so Icy made me get into Gucci after that. And after that, it was nigga, the whole movie series. Then they got like 30 mixtapes. That's classics. You put his catalog of classics against any nigga, like for real. That's why he say, nigga, nigga, where I'm from, bunt, bunt the movie, they don't bunt the blueprint three. Like, for real though, niggas in the hood, like, who ain't never heard a Jay Z song, know every word to 20 of Gucci mixtapes, bro. Gucci had a different impact on the city, but I, I ain't even gonna cap, like, I would just own him because I'm an east side nigga. Young Jeezy introduced me to Gucci. And then them niggas start beefing. And I told Gucci, dead ass. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I holler at you, Jeezy. Take your ass back to Macon. Claiming Atlanta. I dead ass chose. I was a young nigga. I ain't know no better. But uh, that nigga Gucci, man. Bro, it was just the volume. It was a situation where when you wanted new music, you didn't have to like new artists or 
go do some other shit. Gucci had gave you some new music and he wasn't jacking for beats. He was finding new niggas that would become niggas that would create all of the hits and waves and shit in the game. Like, yeah, yeah. The way Gucci, Jeezy introduced me to Gucci. Gucci introduced me to Sunny Digital. He introduced me to Metro Boomin. He introduced me to motherfucking Mike Will Made It. He introduced me to so many niggas. You feel what I'm saying? He introduced me to all. Uh, he introduced me to niggas that were the architect of other niggas' movement. I think London on the track had his fingers all in motherfucking Young Thug Rise. First London on the track beat I heard was on a Gucci song. You got London on the track. Like, listen to somebody, what these niggas' early tags was. Some of all these producer niggas' early tags was some Gucci shout out. So that nigga wasn't the first nigga to fuck with him. But yeah. Gucci that nigga, man, for way more reasons than the countless hits he put out. It's, you a, it's, it's, it's a short list of niggas who are beloved because of how clearly they see a nigga talent and how little of themselves they make a priority in their rise to fame. From Lil Baby to Young Thug to the Migos, saw them producers I name. Gucci saw and blessed a lot of niggas. And spent absolutely no time ensuring that he was the one who profited from his vision. Not only is his alpha talent rare, but the character of the man, the universe blessed with that vision, rare. That's what's up, man. I appreciate you sharing your perspective on WAP, man, and all the blessings to him and his beautiful wife and his family. Um, when I moved out to North Carolina <clears throat> for my master's program, the kids who was on that I coached, uh, they bumped Gucci a lot, like shockingly a lot. Like they, int- <laughs> they introduced me to, they introduced me to Cole, and I was like, huh, interesting. But like they was on some shit. Like they love Walker. They love Gucci. They love Ten. And I spent a lot of time with the cats who play basketball, obviously, for obvious reasons. Um and them niggas, they was always on some damn Gucci, man. So uh Gucci had an impact that stretched a long way. Like the first song I ever heard, Jeezy did introduce introduce me to Gucci. And then yeah, Gucci introduced me to, like you said, a lot of different artists that I didn't even know until I did my own research that he was the person, yeah, that they had that Midas touch um, and that that selflessness to to give and provide a platform for for cats who who had who are looking for like their own space and their own lane. And when you hear little baby tell the story about young thug paying him 
to come in the studio, what he was making in the streets, that is learned behavior. Mm. Not 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 little baby. From young thug, that is learned behavior. From yeah, from the from the cat who yeah, who showed him love. Same nigga had to sit down with T.I. where he was telling the story where he would, where T.I. almost signed him, but he was like, anything you get from me, I'm going to have to get back 10 it. That's just what it is. He was going to sign him to a standard industry type deal. Listen to the stories that Thug tell about WAP. That's all I'm going to say. It wasn't a soul who saw Young Thug who didn't understand that he was getting ready to be what he was going to be. Listen to what he tell you what did with that bitch. Even down the soldier boy, I don't think y'all understand how many people what blessed along his way. Y'all watch Dick Draco run around right now talking about niggas not giving him his respect. What was on the second album? And he was present long before that. It's a reason 15-year-old, big-ass T-shirt, stuff written on my glasses, Soldier Boy felt safe to be all up and through the cater and at the pool palace and all these different places where niggas was sticked the fuck up. <laughs> I'm talking the 13-year-old niggas was sticked up. And I won't tell you how I know, but I was around 13 or 14 at the time of Soldier Boy Rise. And I, was, I felt safe at these places. Not because I had big homies who were there. I was dressed for the occasion. <laughs> so for this nigga to have felt safe to move through the cater at that time, he definitely have had long been stamped in. But yeah, man. Shouts out to Gucci, man. 1017 is uh like put it like this. Cocaine music. Gotti had some shit that was supposed to drop on 1017. It just happened to fall on a Tuesday, which is always a big release day for music. But those of you who are familiar with the Jay-Z fame and all the numbers he did on 9-11 and how it was crazy that it um he did all them that it was on a Tuesday, whether you realize it or not. When 50 Cent and Kanye had their beef and they did it on the 9-11 again that time, it just happened to have fallen on a Tuesday again. I ain't gonna get into the numerology of 911, but the Tuesday matter too, motherfuckers. But moving the fuck on it. Now that I got lost on Tuesday at 911. Get us out of here. That's your job. Uh whether it's knowing when to shut the fuck up or when to show a whole lot of love. We here giving me some headlines. Take our signs from the liminal, the sub, the conscious, the people around us, inside, outside, instinct, below and from, up, nah, not from below, but mostly from above. Understand that listening, caring, and compassion is the best way to show love. And we here at the three believe that whether it's he or it is she, that it is always better to give than it is to receive. Yeah.